Hey y'all. Okay, so it's LB and my apologies. This week's podcast is a day late. Um done on purpose. We are in a studio now. Moving on up, doing bigger shit. Uh and a lot has happened on Friday night. Okay, I'm going to just dive right into it. Pick up where we left off. So Let me just tell y'all what went down. R. Kelly, just when we thought that that documentary had came out and all the naysayers were like, well, it's not true and he'll get off and it kind of got quiet. Things got kind of quiet for him for a while. Well, guess what, bitches? On Friday night, he turned himself into authorities. Um... He was charged with 10 counts of criminal sexual abuse. And today, earlier earlier today, his bond was set at a million. And uh, yeah, so he's going to, of course, only pay 10% of that. Um, so let me go and read the statement because apparently R. Kelly is broke. Uh, not broke, broke, like how we know broke. But, you know, broke to a celebrity is like, damn, I'm down to my last... 10 mil okay so earlier today i'm gonna read um a little piece of this article it says prosecutors laid out the details of r kelly's four separate indictments saturday at the Layton criminal court building in cook county and requested the r&b singer not be granted bail but the judge disagreed and said bail at 250,000 for each indictment um first of all i personally personally believe that he shouldn't have been granted a bail but you know we're all innocent until proven guilty so i guess Oh, and the judge also ordered R. Kelly to surrender his passport. So, nigga, you ain't going nowhere. You thought you was going to go hide out in Honduras for a couple of months? Psych. R. Kelly's lawyer reportedly said the singer's finances are a mess, so he can't bond out just yet. However, a source close to Kelly tells us he'll be able to gather up 100000 soon and post bail. Keep in mind, he's still in jail right now, like as we speak. As we are recording this, he is in jail and still hasn't been able to come up with the money. Um, he'll be able to gather up a hundred thousand dollars soon and post bail. If he does, he'll be released from jail ahead of his trial. And then what else is this saying? Oh, as we reported, oh, wait, pause, pause, pause. Before I continue this piece, uh, a couple of days ago, a lawyer, his last name is Avenetti. I don't know where he came from. He just dropped out of nowhere and was like, Hey, look, um, to the Cook County um, police department. He had two VHS tapes and he said they, they show very clear and this I'm about to get explicit I'm about to say something that's explicit so I really hope that nobody under 18 is listening right now but in one of the VHS tapes um the lawyer said that R. Kelly is in a video with a young girl who's like 14 years old and it's clearly him and I believe that the girl in the video is one of the adults who was testifying today he's okay so anyway the explicit thing that I'm about to say is that when he was like having sex with the girl in the video, he was like, yeah, I love this 14 year old pussy. I read that and I was just like, whoa, like imagine they did all this. They came out with, they went through the trials in the nineties. He got acquitted. 
They put out this documentary that took forever. So much time and money invested. And all they had to do was find this tape and he would like basically convict himself. (laughs) I mean, all that work. And I think that, I think that, um, he's, he's going to go to prison this time around. I don't think he's going to get lucky because it's not at this point. It's not just a, a a case of like having sex with underage girls. Like we're also talking about him sexually abusing women and the women are actually testifying. So back to the article. So it says, as we reported, R. Kelly surrendered to police in Chicago on Friday night. Okay, yeah, we already know that. Turning himself in at a police station after being charged with sexual abuse of four girls, at least three of whom were minors. Now, I also read, I may have to start doing my podcast on Saturdays because it seemed like everything go down on Friday nights, okay? Um, it was two of the girls um, that... They were in an article earlier today. And what upsets me is that they're going to NPR, National Public Radio, for you guys who don't know. And they're going to, like, all these different media outlets. And they're talking so much. And I'm like, why don't you just save it for the trial? Why why are you, like, like clamoring to... Is that a word? Clamoring. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm just a journalist. <laughs> I forget words, too, sometimes. But, um... Why are you clawing to be like front and center in front of the camera? Why don't you just save it for the trial? Because in my opinion, you lose a bit of credibility when you're just out here talking to any and everybody. It's like, you know, like you get raped and in in instead of calling 911, like you call TMZ. That's that's how it feels to me. And it was um, two of the girls, they're... Um, they're like in their 30s now but back in the day they said that uh they went to his hotel room they met him at a club which i don't know what kind of club let's oh my god like i'm 33 years old and i get carded like everywhere i go keep in mind the black don't crack so i know these girls probably looked even younger than 15 so i'm like why were they partying at a nightclub to watch r kelly perform and just i don't know i didn't have that much freedom when i was a kid i don't know what's going on but he invited them to his hotel room and they were smoking weed and drinking alcohol and they was like yeah r kelly drugged me i'm like girl girl you was smoking weed getting high and drinking before you even met r kelly okay don't even play and the other girl was like, yeah, he asked us to have a threesome. And I had just gotten raped like a few weeks later. So I declined and I left. And I was just like, bitch, what? But anyway, <laughs> so, the, so the other girl stayed behind. And she said that um, R. Kelly made her give oral sex. And they had sex and they did all this stuff. And she was like, I felt like he took advantage of me. And I didn't want to do it. And I'm just so hurt. And I'm like, okay, you're hurt. But you're giving this candid interview and you you seem perfectly fine with talking about it in front of a camera if you were so hurt you'd be like locked in somewhere and when it's time for the trial you're going to testify and you live in your truth you it's just something and and it's like that's gonna make people question the victims just keep your mouth closed until the trial comes and then you know you can speak on whatever but don't be calling TMZ and freaking Gloria Allred 
Oprah and whoever the hell else, you know, just to tell a story. Because to me, I just, I just feel like, you know, everything don't need to be said in front of a camera. All y'all don't need to be interviewed. You, you take that to the, to the place where it matters, which is the courthouse, you know, the, to the, um, to the attorneys. You don't need to be in front of a camera. And, and I just like, I hope that none of them are lying, but if one or two of those ladies are lying, it just jeopardizes the whole case and then nobody could get justice. Speaking of liars, <laughs> Jesse Smollett, Jamal from Empire, he made up that entire story, had the black and gay community outraged. And it turns out all he was trying to do was become the first American to scam Nigerians. <laughs> I was like, nigga. Okay, so two black men wearing a MAGA hat attacked you, pour bleach on you, and there's no witnesses. Uh, and the reason why there were no witnesses is because not only did it never happen, but black people ain't got time to be trying to rob somebody in a cold. The cold is like the time of the year when it's cold. That's like the the time where the least amount of crime happens. Black people are not going out in Chicago. Isn't this... Chicago was where that fucking um, polar vortex happened. Like, and they're still going through. You know how cold it's cold as shit in Chicago right now. You think that two black people go, go out of their way, go buy some bleach, go buy these supplies... And be like, you know what? Today's the day. Like, who they thought they was? Liam Nielsen? Liam Neeson? I'm like, um, the story didn't make sense. But, but okay, let me back up a little bit. Because in the middle of the investigation, when he didn't want to give up his phone, I still defended him. Because I was like, he probably has nudes in his phone like a lot of people do. He, he he has bank information. He probably got some scandalous shit going on with Lee Daniels because Lee Daniels was the first one to come out in his defense. I do think he fucked Lee Daniels, but that's none of my business. And um, everybody was upset about it. And then he just made the whole thing up. Talk about, oh, I feel like I get paid enough. Mind you, this man gets paid $20,000 per episode of Empire. Cookie, Taraji, and... Lucius? Oh my god, what's his real name? What's Lucius' real name? Oh my god, I can't believe it. Uh, Howard. Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard and Taraji get paid $175,000 per episode, which is a lot. Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. Can you imagine all the shit you can buy with $175,000? I'll get so brand new. I'll be walking around here acting spotty. <laughs> $175,000. I'll give my all in each episode. I'll be like, Master, what you need me to do? And <laughs> Josie Smollett was getting um, $20,000 per episode. And I believe it's, what, like eight episodes per season? So we're looking at about $160,000 a year. Mm, after taxes, he's probably getting like $110,000 maybe. But that's still good. And, like, he needs to be grateful. So you did all that. Like, you fabricated this entire story. And then he did it sloppily because... The two Nigerians that he hired to so-called attack him, he supposedly he paid him $3,500, but later um, on Friday, we found out that that wasn't true. Um, 
He did, however, use his credit card to purchase the bleach, to purchase the rope, and... Oh, yeah, that, that part about the 3500 wasn't true. We found that out later. But then I read somewhere else. See, the, the fake news. They lie. They lie sometimes. But I did read that he used a check um, to pay them 3500 Basically, everything was, like, traceable back to him. So now he's... Um, he went to jail, and I think he got out on bond. It's going to be a crazy-ass week <laughs> in the Chicago jail. Um, somebody said, um, Justin and R. Kelly going to be making duets together. I died. So, speaking of dying, yo, that rapper um, that we discussed last week, YNW Melly, that little nigga, a.k.a. Jamel Demons. I'm telling y'all, he a real-life demon. And I don't feel sorry for these people. You know, I don't feel... I, I kind of feel bad for Takashi 69 But... Because, like, I know that he has a daughter. Um... But as far as we know... Oh, no. I was gonna say, as far as we know, he didn't kill anyone. But then... Hmm, I heard... Uh, I was reading that... Um, I was reading... I only read credible news sources for, for the most part. Like, CNN. TMZ is pretty... Um, credible and I read that um he put a hit out on Chief Keith Head 30,000 he's his words his exact words was I got a 30 pack on Chief Keith so I mean I can't feel sorry for a murderer it's two types of people that you should never feel sorry for murderers and child molesters they have they definitely have like a chemical imbalance they're they're not sane people and like all these people are on the internet I follow this page, this Facebook page called College Kid, spelled with a K. And they're like, oh, free YNW Melly. My nigga, he killed his two best friends. Imagine what he would do to a stranger. And when I was reading his story last week, I was like, you know what? I feel like that's not the only person he killed. I was like, he probably just never got caught. Lo and behold, this morning, I'm reading, I'm reading the papers, I'm reading the blogs, and now, the little boy, because that's what he is. He's a boy. He's not a man. He's being charged with the killing of a Florida deputy. I was like, see, I was right. These kids, I don't know what's going on. I've seen, like, a couple of stories this week where rappers were, um, uh, baby rappers. They're barely 19. They're barely 20 years old. And they're facing life in prison. There's this rapper named Tay K. And um, T-A-Y and then K. That little kid looks 12 years old. He's facing 20 years in prison. And two of the accomplices are facing 20 years in prison. And then the main guy who, like, killed, they did, like, a home invasion, a robbery. And the guy in his clique who actually pulled the trigger, he's getting life. And he's only 19 years old. And... The rapper, Tay K, he actually would have gotten more time. And what happened was the trigger man, the cops asked the trigger man to flip on Tay K. And he was like, nah, like, I'm not doing that. And it's like, wow, like, these people, you know, loyalty exists in the streets when it comes to, like, murder and drugs and doing bedtime and all that. But it's like, where's the loyalty in, in people, in these street people, when it's like, hey, like, let's do something positive. Like, why don't these gangs save money hell $175,000 I I know El Chapo got way more than that like why why don't these people if they're so smart 
why don't they all just band together and like pay for kids college education or open a damn school or pay pay for their own college education to better themselves pay for some therapy like don't you want to be a killer all your life like you can't rap about that shit all your life like you can't be a thug all your life and then like they're having kids and it's just it's a mess especially in miami there's so much violence here there's so much drugs here lots of drugs and I don't, I, to be honest, like, I really don't know how it's going to be solved. There's, there's people run, there's nutcases running around here. Like, there's people with real mental illnesses, and it's not being acknowledged. So, moving right along, last but certainly not least. Oh, my gosh. Jordan Woods, Kylie Jenner's BFF. Okay, so for those of you who don't know the story... Tristan Thompson, which is the boyfriend. I thought they were married. I don't know why I thought they were married, but no, they're not married. They just have a kid together, Chloe and Tristan Thompson. And um, so Kylie Jenner has a best friend named Jordan Woods. Supposedly, she's black, by the way. <laughs> Happy Black History Month. Because <laughs> she just done wrecked the whole entire Kardashian clan. Like, she's been all over the blogs, not for something savory. Uh, Jordan Woods slept with Tristan Thompson. She supposedly, she has been friends with Kylie for a very, very long time. They both got pregnant together. I think that Jordan is low-key jealous of Kylie because even though Kylie man ain't cute, their baby is adorable. Kylie is like the number two, um, she's number two on the Forbes list, on the Forbes um, billionaires list, second to Jay-Z, okay. Um, she got her baby. She, she has homes. She has endorsement deals. This girl got money. Kylie just wake up to like a new $3 million in her bank account every day. Like she making money in her sleep. She don't even got to try. And Jordan is like riding on her coattails. Um, I believe that Jordan's a single mom. Cause she way out here in these streets, like way too much. Like I ain't never seen her with a man. I ain't never seen her like. I don't think she has a man. I think she just got pregnant from some Joe Smo, and she just getting by. She doesn't. She she's not like. She doesn't have like that entrepreneur spirit. Um. Yeah. Like she's a go getter. You know. Obviously. But she ain't on Kylie level. And I definitely think that there was like a certain rift of jealousy there. So, but I digress. So, Jordan Woods sleeps with Tristan Thompson. And, like, the word started spreading like wildfire on Instagram. I remember when it happened. When I first read that headline, Jordan Woods sleeping with Tristan Thompson. I was like, (gasps) taken aback. Because Kylie even, like, um, inked a deal uh, with uh, her cosmetic line so that Jordan can come out with her highlights, too. Her, whatever you call that shit. I I don't wear makeup like that. The highlighters. So, you know, Kylie looked out for her. And it's like, dang, you gonna sleep with your best friend's sister, man? Like, are you ill, bitch? Let me tell you something. If Kylie paying my bills, <laughs> I would never. It's not even about the money. It's like, girl, that is your meal ticket. That is your plane fare. Come your hair, pay your fare, girl. Like, you was living the life. And I left out an important detail. Jordan Woods was living with Kylie. And so, um, what happened is Jason Wu, he's a blogger, famous blogger. I believe he was on, um, no, his name is Jason Lee. I think his name is Jason Lee. He was, um, 
talking about the situation and he said what happened was last weekend um okay so this 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 incident like the news spread i believe what today's saturday so like I think on Wednesday or Thursday is when it first came out. So that weekend prior, the blogger Jason, he was saying about how Tristan had a house party and Chloe wasn't there. It was like him and his people. And then Jordan shows up to the house party, right? So next thing you know, security takes everybody's cell phone because when they do that, you know shit about to go down. So they take everybody's cell phone and there's like one or two bloggers in the building. And um, supposedly, I guess they started tweeting out so-and-so Jordan's here and she's kissy kissy with him. I don't know. Wait, because cause yeah, he did say that they had their cell phone. So if they had their phones, why didn't they record it? But I guess it'll be hard to take it out. Child, please. I would have had my bag and I would have pressed that record button so fast and would have had that bitch like tucked on the side. Oh, you know how much you could get paid? Oh my gosh. I would have sold that shit to TMZ. Signed it, delivered, hot and ready. Give me my check. That's like $10,000 right there. Dang, man. Those writers really missed out. Could not have been me. Could not have been me. But, um, so yeah, they said that she stayed at his house until like seven in the morning. And at first, like, I didn't believe it. I was like, no, but like, why would she do that? Some people were saying that they believe that Chloe and Jordan and Kylie all set this up for the sake of the show, that it was a setup and that he took the bait. And I was like, uh, I don't know. Because, um, once, once that rumor got out. Chloe um said today, literally today, like 15 minutes ago, she was like, um, what did she say? She was like, you know, there's nothing worse than like somebody who hurts you and you told them about like experience that had hurt you and they still hurt you anyway. And you know what the first thing is that I was that I said? I said, bitch, what goes around comes around. <laughs> That's, remember what she did to Trina, the baddest bitch? 305 okay remember remember when trina was dating french montana okay okay remember that chloe happy black history month bitch yeah i said it come on trina was dating french montana next thing you know and and trina was friends with i want to say with kim she was a friend of the family and chloe started messing with him dangling him in front of her face like they all at the club they all in vip she didn't give a fuck about how trina felt about that shit as long as she got what she wanted and i'm gonna tell y'all something when you live your life in a selfish way bad things are gonna happen to you because that's not why humans are here we're here humans are here to be interconnected to help each other in a positive way and to not be selfless i swear like that is the sole purpose of humans being on this earth and when you don't respect that bad shit gonna happen to you you're gonna get cheated on you're gonna get a baby by nothing ass nigga <laughs> karma okay karma because when before Tr- tristan even got with um chloe he his girl was pregnant his girlfriend was pregnant Bef- and, and then like after that he left he left his girl for chloe first of all chloe, chloe should have been like damn like hmm let me think Am I dealing with an ancient Negro? <laughs> you know, I would think that she'll be like, nah, like, he just gonna up and leave me and his girlfriend is pregnant at home. Like, the alarms didn't ring in her head. 
and then like they weren't even dated in a whole year before he started um when he cheated on her with the two white girls in the club they kissing and stuff and he brought one of them back to his room and then i think he cheated on her again after that it's like girl just just take true and leave okay <laughs> just just take your baby and leave at this point so yeah we covered a lot i told y'all the tea was gonna be good <laughs> uh yeah and we got a studio um so things are looking up things are looking up we're on episode four 305 the jews congratulations to me i don't have any events to close this out with um tonight but i hope you guys enjoyed the podcast bye